Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a terrific author, a guy who is uh, revolutionary in his thoughts. And uh, and I'll tell you what, a, a lot of people out there hold on to the old ways and baseball fans that are anti-sabermetrics or whatever, but there's a reason they're doing it. They're doing it because it works. His latest is Don't Trust Your Gut, Using Data to Get What You Really Want in Life, Seth Stevens Davidowitz is our very special guest, and he's got some terrific work over the years. He's just absolutely tremendous body of work, but uh, this is terrific. This is a life-changing book. It's a must-get for everyone. Order it uh, ASAP. Dr. Davidowitz, how are you? Good. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, well, listen, thrilled to have you, and if you can, uh, give a little overview. Without spoiling, of course, we want people to buy the book, but give us a little overview of the book. Yeah, so as you, as you mentioned, I'm a big baseball fan, and you know, me, uh, baseball, other my, myself and other baseball fans, we've noticed that the game's totally different uh, based on, as you said, the sabermetrics revolution, Moneyball. Uh, people are using data instead of their instinct to make decisions, and I kind of realized that in our personal life, where we decide how to date, uh, what jobs to pick, uh, how to be happier, we don't really use data. We tend to just do what feels about right, use our gut. And I'm like, what happens if we actually took data to, to our biggest life decisions? Kind of, I call it money ball for your life. Yeah. So I uh, did, you know, four years of research on the bit, what what data can tell us about the biggest life decision. Kind of a self help book. And uh, and the result is the book, Don't Trust Your Gut. Yeah, well, listen, I think it's terrific. And I think, uh, you know, I'm a big baseball. I have two baseball books out. And my father was, uh, my late father was a, a baseball author. Uh, and, and he was a big believer in stats. And he was a, a sabermetrician or whatever they called it back then. But he was big into the math of it. I don't know what he would think of, of it now. But a lot of old timers scoff at the idea, and they wonder, oh, you know, when are they going to go back to the old way? They're not going back to the old ways because it's working. It obviously is working, yeah. and it's big business. Uh, baseball winning in, is big business, and we're planning on seeing, I assume, more uh, analytics uh, rather than less analytics in the future because it's working, uh, correct or not? Totally true, but I think what I want to say is that you can use these same tools that baseball teams have used in your own life. So I totally agree. Baseball is not going back. Uh, it's, they've been proven without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, I mean, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays uh, making the 2020 World Series despite one of the lowest payrolls in baseball, uh, like, you know, using even more advanced money ball techniques. We're definitely not going back. But, you know, you can have I, – I, why I wrote Don't Trust Your Gut is you can have these same tools that they're using for your own life. So what – like how should you pick a romantic partner, for example – uh, there are now studies and big data sets uh, where they've analyzed, you know, more than 11,000 couples and said, okay, what qualities actually make for a happy long-term relationship? Uh, so you can kind of use these similar tools just as baseball teams have mined data sets to find which players to draft. You can literally use these tools to decide uh, whom to, whom you might want to date or marry or uh, how to be happier 
or you know, there are new data sets on who's secretly rich in the United States, that, you know, what careers make a lot of money that people didn't even realize until about three years ago. Uh, so there are all these insights and data that now you can use and, and kind of be similar to the Oakland A's or the Tampa Bay Rays or these teams that have used data to have so much better outcomes than everybody else. Yeah, it's terrific. I mean, this is a book that everyone must get. I'm going to read it again just uh, for people there that may have tuned in late or turned on their radio a little late. Don't trust your gut using data to get what you really want in life. Dr. Seth Stevens Davidowitz is the author, and he's here with us. You brought up a good point about dating and, and marriage. And, you know, let's face it, if uh, if we went with our gut on data, we basically uh, might as well say you're going with your hormones. So whoever you're initially physically <laughs> attracted to, who's not going to look anything like yeah. that 10 years from now, uh, it, you know, so yeah. you know, it, this isn't a barroom, you know, uh, scrawl or a, a little uh, bar crawl or whatever it is. I mean, it's life and getting involved. But listen, you're absolutely right on. If you could talk about that another, you know, another minute, what kind of data do you have and what do you point to in the book for people uh, that are making those kind of decisions now? Because let's face it, it's one of the two big decisions, right? Uh, who are you going to spend your life with? Yeah. And what are you going to spend your life doing? Yeah, well, the, the data on happy relationships are basically the things that make people happiest in relationships are various psychological traits in your partner. They're actually tests online. Uh, things like a secure attachment style, conscientiousness, a growth mindset. Uh, these are the predictors of long-term happiness when you look at the actual data. And, of course, that's not what people try to date. People try to date hot people or you know, tall men or uh, pe people with a sexy occupation. People even try to date uh, people who share their same initials. They're more likely to try to date them, wow. uh, which <laughs> there's no data saying that's going to make you happy in the long term. <laughs> So I think uh, looking at the data, you kind of can, you know, keep in mind that you're kind of getting tricked a little bit. You're uh, the, the dating apps are trying to grab you with these shiny traits. Uh, but if you look at the actual data, what's actually going to make you happy? It tends to be these psychological traits that are a little, you know, that actually on the second or third date, you might want to recommend taking these tests uh, because they're more likely to be predictive of long-term uh, happiness. And, uh, the data on careers is they've actually studied anonymous tax records, and they found uh, the typical rich American, and this shocked me. I don't know if it shocked you. They go, the typical rich American is the owner of a regional business, mid-sized regional business, such as an auto dealer or beverage distributor. Uh, and that wasn't who I thought the typical rich American was. I thought, you know, someone CEO of a company or a celebrity or, you know, the, someone in tech, there's just very, you know, you're not really thinking an auto dealer owner or a beverage distributor owner. And in the book, I talk about why that is and kind of what that tells us about uh, kind of who gets the money in life, uh, which could be useful information for anybody looking to make a little more money. Yeah. I mean, all of this is terrific. It's a must get. I'm going to say it again. Don't trust your gut using data to get what you really want in life. And again, Seth Stevens Davidowitz is our very special guest. Dr. Davidowitz, I could do a whole interview with you one day on Everybody Lies, which I loved. Just a brilliant book. Uh, but you've been talking about data for a while. You're not a Johnny-come-lately. You know, your, your Ph.D. is in, <laughs> in this, right? Harvard, it's, you know, it's not like you just, yeah. you know, you just stumbled across this. You, 
you've talked and I've heard different things about you. You talking about Google searches and how yeah. you could predict what other people are out there, what markets are out there. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, there's a there's a you now can study anonymous and aggregate Google search data. Uh, there's a tool Google Trends that anybody can use, and you can see these really clear trends in what's on people's minds and what people are thinking, uh, which can be very useful for. Uh, understanding a business, understanding a market, uh, understanding what's really going on, in part because Google searches are such an enormous data set. I mean, everybody uses Google multiple times. And also, uh, they're more honest data sets. So Everybody Lies, my book, was about how you can uh, really trust what people tell you uh, because people might lie, mislead, say what sounds good. Uh, but on the Internet, frequently people are more, more honest and you get a more accurate view of people. Terrific. I mean, all of this is really terrific. Let me ask you, what did you personally learn while putting uh, Don't Trust Your Gut together? Did it just kind of flow out of you, or did you have aha moments <laughs> in there for yourself? Did no. you give us any light bulbs that went off in your head and no. where they did. No. I had tons of aha moments. So the research on happiness, I didn't know anything about the research on happiness. And uh, that was you know, two chapters I ended up writing on the best studies on what makes people happy. And th th it, there are all these really wild studies where they're asking people, uh, they're pinging people on their smartphones and saying, what are you doing? Who are you with? And how happy are you? And they built a data set with 3 million points, basically studying all these patterns of what makes people happy. And they're finding all these subtle things that I didn't know, like the value of being in nature, even by a lake. Like if when the same person doing the same activity, if they're uh, by a lake, they're way happier. I didn't know that. Uh, all kinds of interesting patterns in the data. Some of the activities that make people happiest uh, surprised me. Uh, people tend not to be happier and less happier than they think when they kind of sit on their couch and do nothing. Uh, so watching TV or even, uh, you know, uh, being on the Internet so it doesn't really make people happy. Uh, whereas being out and about hiking, that really does make people happy. So. Uh, th that was an area where I, I, I've literally made big changes in my life uh, trying to live the advice of doing more of the things that tend to actually make people happy, which we actually know just in the last few years, uh, thanks to data. This may sound like a rhetorical question, but it's really not. But have you found anywhere or any situations in life where data is not helpful or where it could be misleading? <laughs> yeah, I think you know, the, the, the title of my book, Don't Trust Your Gut, is provocative. Uh, I don't think that's the, really the point of my book, that you never should trust your gut or never use your intuition. Uh, it's more just have learn of the data that's out there that could be useful that then can supplement the other ways you make decisions. So don't just uh, – no, no, no information. Just have more information at your fingertips when you're approaching big decisions like how to date, who to marry. Uh, you know, what career to pick, whether to stay in your job, how how to be happier. Like just be aware of the data. Uh, you know, it, 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 if you took it literally and like tomorrow, uh, just move to a lake because lakes make people happier. Uh, I'd say that may be taking this a little too far uh, because, you know, there are other considerations like where's your job? Where's your family? Where are your friends? Uh, you can't just literally look at a chart and totally change your life. There are other considerations, but knowing these charts, should you use that information and take more walks on the lake? I, I think you definitely should. Before writing the book and now that the book's out and you're getting feedback, 
Uh, give us the, the differential or give us the difference between uh, what you anticipated the book would turn out like and, and what it ultimately did turn out like. Uh, it's interesting. I'm surprised by how much people like the charts. Uh, so one of the things they always tell writers is don't put charts in books. They're too boring. Like people don't like looking at numbers, you know, tell us a story. And I definitely have stories in the book and talk about individuals and, uh, you know, fun facts, but people are just like emailing me constantly. Like that, that chart's amazing. I thought this number would be higher. I thought that number was higher. Maybe we are getting a little more used to seeing charts. You know, you talk about baseball, baseball, they're always giving us charts and data. Uh, but we don't usually – but that I think people are ready to see it in their personal life and seeing the activities that make people happy or the places that make people happy or the places that it's best to raise a kid or all these things. Uh, I think people uh, like like the charts more than I was maybe predicting. You know, I mentioned Harvard and talking about how far you go back with data and, and studying the, the use of data. Give us a little bit of a history lesson on you, if you don't mind, and tell us how far you actually go back. I mean, when did it hit you that this is something worth diving into headfirst with your life, with your career? I mean, you've made a career, and, and you know, you're know you helping other people make uh, their careers with your use of data. G- give us kind of a, a history lesson on that and you. Well, I'm such a big baseball fan that that probably did have an impact. Uh, you know, as a sports fan, I was obsessed with fantasy sports as a kid. Like when I, in elementary school, high school, I played so much fantasy sports. And I remember I was pretty good, but I wasn't as good. And the people who were really good were like producing all these charts and analyses and data. So that was kind of my first clue that there was something big in data that I was missing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've always probably had more of a numbers uh, background, like a draw to numbers than the average person. Uh, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty uh, nerdy, but it just keeps on going further. I think I talk in my books. I figured out how, how I can look the best. I actually have a, met- I have a method that literally anybody can uh, look better. I call it uh, the nerd makeover wow. uh, because you actually can use data analysis now. And I showed some websites to do this where you can figure out how, how you look better. And I learned that I look the best with a beard and glasses, uh, which I didn't previously know. So now I always have glasses and a beard. Uh, and that's not a question I would have you know, even thought to take data to it, too. Uh, but now I, I have. So uh, it, it keeps on. It, I think it's just there's so much more data out there that it's, it's helping us in areas that we wouldn't normally think. So, again, you, we understand now, okay, baseball, that's all about data. Uh, certain companies, Wall Street, they use data a ton. But what I'm kind of saying, and don't trust your gut, is it's also now helpful for things like how to make yourself over or all these other areas I, I talk about uh, in the book, which I wouldn't have previously thought uh, were areas for data analysis. If you're wondering, you're hearing the voice of Seth Stevens Davidowitz, and Dr. Davidowitz is the author of, of some great books. I mean, really great books. Uh, but this one just sounds like a must. I, I'm ordering it now. Everyone else, please order it. It's called Don't Trust Your Gut. And the tagline is using data to get what you really want in life. And I'll tell you, in, in the beginning, I was uh, I was kind of saying it because uh, it sounded good. Now I'm absolutely convinced myself it's a must get. Get two, get three of these books. And uh, and and I'm sure there's data that would tell you how many people you could actually get this book to as a present. But no, this is 
this is a big deal. I mean, even that, even what Dr. Davidowitz just said, how to look better. I mean, it's I don't care if you're married, happily married, whatever you are. You're going on TV. You're going on. You're going on interviews, a job interview. You got to look better. If there's data that's going to help you look better, I'm all in on this, and I'm all in on analytics. And I know I've had conversations with people, and they've been saying, you know, analytics is ruining the game. How? How exactly is analytics ruining the game? You can talk about the shift. They're getting rid of that next year. Uh, guys, uh, this is a must get. I'm going to repeat it again. We got them for another couple of minutes, but don't trust your gut using data to get what you really want in life. Please get this book. Seth Stevens Davidowitz is our very special guest. Uh, look, I know other people want to talk to you, Dr. Davidowitz, but uh, give us something that we haven't brought up yet that you want to point out in the book that may urge people to get it. And again, don't give it all away. We want people to to, to do, but what, what haven't we touched that we should? Uh, I've done a little bit on, I've talked a little about the data on sales. Uh, again, another big issue, people are selling, you know, people are trying to sell your product. And they've actually, I mean, it just shows the wild age of data we live in. They've uh, analyzed videos, uh, six, more than 60,000 videos of salespeople, and they've figured out the right face to have when you're selling something. I mean, using artificial intelligence, machine learning, all these wild tools that you don't need to know about necessarily, but you need to know the results. And they found the best way to sell something is a poker face. Uh, and it's actually a little surprising because a lot of people think smile, smile, look really happy and joyful. And actually, people who sell things that way tend to do a lot worse. Uh, they actually say uh, having a poker face instead of a smile is about twice as valuable as free shipping in selling your product. Wow. Uh, so, uh, again, like these insights and data that you wouldn't otherwise know about. Uh, on these topics that anybody, just about anybody would care about, people, you need to, just about everybody is going to have to sell something at some point in their life. Uh, and, you know, all these other areas I talk about looking better, being happier. Uh, there's all this data out there that's now teaching us uh, the best ways to do it. And I think uh, you can be kind of like one of these advanced baseball teams in your own life by using the data to make better decisions. I know we got to let you go, but before we let you go, uh, have you gotten feedback from the baseball community or the sports community on your book yet? And uh, have you thought about sending it to some of the folks that used uh, analytics to, to win championships already? Have you gotten much feedback from the baseball world? I have. After my first book, Everybody Lies, came out, I actually got a bunch of uh, sports teams reached out to me. Uh, not as much baseball, but football and basketball and other sports where uh, I think everybody just knows you need data now. Uh, the kind of secret's out, and uh, people are looking for, you know, where can I get the edge? Who's going to tell me the things that, that, I, that I need to know? And, you know, it's not necessarily – I mean, so, some people, if you're younger, you definitely could literally train in data. But I think what, what this book tries to do is, you know, even if you're not uh, – you know, you don't have a Ph.D. in data analysis or you don't even have an undergrad degree in data analysis, like this is just telling you the best data out there. Uh, so to help you make better decisions. Absolutely terrific. Don't trust your gut is the name of the book. Seth, uh, we're absolutely thrilled to have you. Can you give us a, a website, a uh, social media site, somewhere we can follow along with what you're doing and follow along with what's going on with the book? Yeah, so my uh, Twitter is Seth S underscore D, because my last name's hyphenated. So Seth S underscore D is where you can find me on Twitter. 
Seth Stevens Davidowitz has been our very special guest. Thank you very much for being here, Dr. Davidowitz. And once again, the book is named Don't Trust Your Gut, Using Data to Get What You Really Want in Life. It's a must-get, everyone. Frank McKay signing off, thanking Dr. Seth Stevens Davidowitz. Thanks so much, Frank. Thank you. And Don't Trust Your Gut, guys, Thanks, Frank. is the name of the book. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.